Hi guys, this is Betty Wild from Monsters and Mothers. If this is your first time here to the show, we have recently moved to Anchor.com. If you would like to subscribe to all five seasons, please click the link in the bio or visit me at MonstersandMothers.com. As little girls and boys, we look up at the glowing angel that gave us life with love and adoration. But for too many, this is not a happy reality. For many, the woman holding us is a true monster. These are their nightmares. Delve deep as we unravel the turbulent bonds between mother and child. You are listening to Monsters and Mothers with your host, Betty Wild. This is Betty Wild, and you're listening to Monsters and Mothers. Today's case is about Star Hobson. Star Hobson was born on the 21st of May, 2019, to Frankie Smith and Jordan Hobson. At the time, Star's mother, Frankie, was only 17 years old. And when she became a mother, she wasn't like other 17-year-olds Frankie didn't register the world around her any more than a child would. In fact, only a year before Frankie had a child, she was still playing with dolls. Her love for Disney, princesses, and playing dress-up with her friends was only a corner she had just turned. Frankie treated her daughter, Star, like she was treating a doll of hers. At first, she was very attentive very loving and caring, and for the better part, thought that Star was the best thing that ever happened to her. However, that shiny doll started to be less and less of an interest to Frankie, and she would spend more and more time on her phone. She started to leave Star with anyone who would watch her so that she could go out and hang out with her friends. She didn't enjoy the responsibilities that came with taking care of a child and being a young mother. Her relationship with Jordan was brief and had a level of toxicity to it. Jordan would stay over a lot of the time and spend time with Frankie and Star to help out with nighttime duty, like feeding and changing the diapers. But Frankie quickly returned to her teenage self. Her way of helping out was by dressing her in cute little outfits. Other than that, she really didn't do anything that involved parenting. About a month later, the trio moved in with Frankie's grandmother and grandfather, Anita and David. Even Frankie's brother Ben lived there as well. Ben, the brother, at first saw Frankie and Anita waking up for the night feedings. But eventually he said it was just Anita that woke up to feed Star. They lived with the grandparents till Star was about four months old, and then they switched back and forth between parents since they were only all a walking distance apart. It was early on that family noticed that Frankie spent hours on her phone instead of tending to Star. On a family vacation, Frankie's brother's girlfriend said that she was the one that would push Star in the stroller, and that the grandmother or the sister were the ones to feed Star and that Frankie paid very little attention to the little girl. Frankie was impressionable and had started to learn how to dress to get attention and how to do her own makeup, which she was really great at. 
And when she did that, she saw that what was reflected in the mirror was this beautiful woman. And many, many people started to become more and more aware of her attributes. Her looks really masked what was underneath. She enjoyed the attention and began to be pulled in to this lifestyle of going out and partying all over town. At first, she would go to these pubs all dressed up with her mother. And back there, the drinking age is 18 in West Yorkshire. Her mother was also a stay-at-home mom, still raising kids and really not making the best choices for them. Frankie, one night, went to a different kind of bar. This was a nightclub that catered to homosexuals. And I'm not sure if this was intentional on her part or just somewhere Frankie wound up. But right from the get, Frankie caught the eye of a bouncer named Savannah Hobbs. And for Savannah, Frankie looked like a movie star with her long, dark hair down to her waist and these big, beautiful blue eyes that were so captivating, Savannah instantly knew she wanted and had to have Frankie. Frankie had never been with a woman and enjoyed the attention more than she had expected. In fact, once the love affair began, it would shock her and her family, along with her friends, because up until this point, Frankie had only dated boys. Savannah walked more on the masculine side of her sexuality. She was macho, took the reins, and was very intimidating to be around. As first impressions goes, Savannah liked to scare people and wasn't as inviting and friendly as Frankie was. One thing to also note about Savannah was that she was a martial artist. She loved boxing and anything to do with martial arts. So she was a very strong woman. One thing, though, Savannah didn't like was the attention, which was pretty constant, that Frankie would get from other people, male and female. So any chance she got, she squashed those connections, informing them that Frankie now belonged to her. During the course of their relationship, Savannah would use social media to intimidate her rivals. In one menacing post in May 2020 on Snapchat, she warned, guys and girls need to remember the fact that Frankie is with me. She keeps getting a lot of messages and friend requests she's not going to accept, especially tramps like yous. If you want to keep your kneecaps, I would suggest you stop sending her them. Frankie, being too caught up, did not see the red flag that others were quickly seeing. At first, Frankie had lied to Savannah and told her that Star was her little sister, not her daughter. So that put things off right from the get for Savannah. So when Savannah met Star, she didn't bond with her the way most women do when seeing a beautiful child whom your partner is a parent of. Not knowing that Star was Frankie's, she was torn with her need to have Frankie all to herself and with her need to be free from responsibilities that came with being a co-parent. Savannah tolerated Star at first, but managed to always convince Frankie to have someone watch her so that they could go out, and so that Frankie could also come see her at work. All Savannah had to do was ask, and Frankie jumped. Frankie would begin this unhealthy obsession with her new romance and would do anything Savannah asked. Savannah liked that about Frankie. 
the relationship was unstable from the beginning, and Frankie changed almost immediately. She changed the way she dressed and spoke, and all of a sudden, no longer had an accent, all so that Savannah would like her more. Their relationship was fueled with turmoil right from the beginning. One second they were on, the next second they were off. And soon Savannah began abusing Star and put her on very strict routines and was made to eat and sleep at very specific times. And if she didn't listen, she was made to sit in the cot and face the wall. Savannah also controlled Frankie. Frankie was not allowed to go out without permission, and she would call Frankie to check in on her when she went out. Savannah was all Frankie talked about, and Frankie's best friend, Beck, said that she would have to be quiet because she didn't want Savannah to know that she was there. Savannah was increasingly controlling and jealous and accused them of being in a relationship, and she was no longer allowed to see Becky anymore. In December of 2019, Frankie took Star to Lindsay Klotz's house, a friend of the family's, and Lindsay says that she noticed a long bruise on Frankie's face that was purple. And when she asked Frankie, Frankie replied that she got bruises play fighting with Savannah. After they arrived, Lindsay said that Frankie and Savannah would leave her with Star while they went out drinking. And this began happening every night. Frankie wouldn't even come home until 4 a.m. Then over time, Lindsay noticed little Star becoming more and more withdrawn. And she said that one time when she heard Star crying from the other room and she went in to go check on her, she opened the door and Frankie and Savannah were just sitting there letting the little girl cry uncontrollably. Lindsay also said that they would never hold her. They would just keep her in the walker so she wouldn't move anywhere and that Lindsay could see that this was now really affecting Star. Savannah began telling people that Star was her and Frankie's child and that she was going to legally change Star's name to have her last name when her and Frankie got married. But shortly after the long nights of drinking and partying, leaving Star uncared for, the relationship turned and led to long bouts of abuse. Savannah would grab Frankie by the back of her head and throw her around, punching her and hitting her in the back. Their time together grew increasingly violent and abusive. Frankie more and more would show up with a black eye and bruises on her body. Holly Another one of Frankie's friends had witnessed a lot of it, and on several occasions, she even heard Savannah threaten suicide if Frankie left her. She heard this even on a recording as well, that Savannah left for Frankie on her phone. On one occasion, when she was there, Savannah grabbed Frankie by the neck and asked her if she wanted her to be beaten up in front of Holly. Holly had to make a decision which is always hard for a friend, and decided to make an anonymous phone call to social services to tell them about the abuse that was happening with the little girl and with the mother, and how Star was always being left with her. After this, Frankie called her parents, telling them she couldn't take care of Star and that it was just too overwhelming. 
So Anita and David came to pick up the child to find Frankie crying about her relationship with Savannah being over. It's also known that throughout the two's relationship, Savannah was carrying on with another woman whom she lived with named Rebecca Endicott. And Savannah denies that they were still intimate after Frankie came into the picture and that she was just someone that she lived with to save money on bills. Oddly enough, though, Savannah and Frankie's sister, Alicia, became quite close and they referred to each other as best friends. But on February 29th, Savannah bought concert tickets for her and Alicia to go to and became very angry with her when Alicia didn't show up. Alicia was tired and didn't have a way of getting there, but she tried to calm Savannah down and when that didn't work, she decided that she was going to walk. It was pouring out, but after a while, she was too tired to keep walking and she was soaking wet. So Alicia decided to walk towards Frankie's place instead, telling her she was too tired to continue, which only irritated Savannah more. Savannah then started to grill Alicia about Frankie and asked where she was. Alicia said that she was at the hospital with a friend and that they had bad reception there. But Savannah didn't believe her. Savannah then sent this text to Alicia. I'm broken. I'll stab someone tonight, I swear. I'll go to your mom's house tonight. She's everything and I'm not having it. Why would she do this? I don't care about kids in the house and I'll rage. They're going to need police to take me away. I shit you not. Kids or not, I'll find her, Alicia. I didn't think you'd lie to me. Where is she? Alicia told Savannah that she wasn't lying and that she really didn't know where Frankie was. Savannah then texts, I'm done with you too. All the good I've done for you, please, Alicia, tell me where she is and then I'll know. Exhausted, Alicia went to sleep and in the morning her phone was filled with text messages from Savannah. Alicia told Frankie that Savannah was accusing them of being in a relationship behind her back now. On the 14th of March, though, all of them got together to go out for drinks, and Frankie and Alicia began to argue. Savannah tried to calm them down and got annoyed with her and said she was leaving, and then she left the bar. Frankie and Alicia followed behind Savannah. Frankie then taps Savannah on the shoulder, and just then Savannah turns around and punches Frankie in the face and with a glass bottle in Savannah's hand, she gashes Frankie's face, cutting her eye and lip, and even chipped her tooth. Savannah tried to play it off as an accident and told Frankie to get into the car. Alicia tried to get into the car, but Savannah had already sped off. Now, in a text from Savannah to one of her friends, she texts that she needs help mentally confessing that she tried to kill herself with Frankie in the car. She texted, she tried to drive off a cliff, but Frankie grabbed the wheel and the car spun out of control. Her friend asked her why she would do that, and Frankie told her she wasn't sure, but at this point, Frankie said she had had enough. Alicia said Frankie didn't come around, though, for a few days after the incident, but when she did, she could see that Frankie had a black eye. Alicia says that Star stayed with Anita and David for 10 weeks and that Frankie would only visit a couple of times a week but wouldn't bring Savannah along with her. 
This turned out to be really good for Star. She started to put on weight and she seemed happier like a child should. She wasn't depressed and was laughing again. On the 26th of April, Frankie went to Anita's house for a visit and David was concerned when Frankie took Star and didn't bring her back. He poked his head out the window and saw that Savannah was back in the picture. In his gut, David felt that he wouldn't see Star again. Even though Star was back to living with Frankie, she still managed to pawn her off to anyone who would watch her so that she could go out drinking and partying again. Now, it was at this time that bruises started to show on Star. At a barbecue also, all the neighbors were shocked when they saw Frankie being rough with Star. They said that she was only there for about a half hour, but everyone couldn't help notice Frankie dragging Star and losing her patience with her. A friend of Anita told her that she had witnessed Savannah also grabbing Star by the throat and throwing her onto the bed. Anita, this is the, the daughter's great-grandmother, horrified, called Frankie and asked what was going on. She said that it was her that did it, not Savannah. Not caring who was responsible, asked why she would do something like that, to which Frankie replied, it toughens her up. And this was very troubling for Anita. Anita reported her to Child Protective Services, but they didn't find any evidence to support these allegations and decided that this was a vicious accusation by Anita. Afterwards, Frankie stopped talking to her grandparents. On one of the videos that Savannah had taken of Star, we see Star taking a nap. And Savannah recording her while she's yelling at her to wake up. It wasn't her bedtime, she said. Star had jumped up and started to cry. This was done to see how startled they could get her by making her jump after being asleep. David, the great-grandfather of Star, had seen her at a party but didn't see Frankie or Savannah there, so he decided to pick her up and give her a hug because he missed her. When he got home, he got a strange text from Frankie saying to never touch Star again. But to David, the text didn't sound like Frankie. He thought it sounded like it was Savannah texting him. Later, though, a text came in from Frankie saying, I never thought you would take Star away from me. He said this sounded more like Frankie, he thought. He wasn't the only one that thought Savannah was the one sending texts from Frankie's phone. They would say that the verbiage, word choice, was all wrong, as well as the grammar. In another video that was posted to social media, Star is being teased again and startled, while you can hear the two laughing in the background. David was so upset, and he could see the bruises on Star, so he posted a photo of Star when she was with him and Anita, next to the photos of her now with bruises. In his post, he wrote, This is a five-week photo when we were with her, and this is her now. What is going on over there? And Frankie replied, That's my beautiful child growing up. She retaliated by posting on her page. Or maybe it wasn't her that posted it. Maybe it was Savannah instead. Remember, Frankie is still very much like a child and has a more of a gentler nature. These aggressive remarks are probably more from Savannah. 
It goes on to say, when you're done being pathetic and childish with edited photos of our child, David, get a grip. She's happy and healthy. Calling him by his name instead. Calling him by his name is another sign. It isn't Frankie writing this. It finishes with, since calling social workers never worked and they agreed my baby is happy and healthy and loved, now try whatever else you feel you need to grow up. Yous will never have my child. Star's father, Jordan, saw the posts and the photos on David's Facebook, and he reported Frankie to social services now, along with another friend who also made a report, and they even asked that Star have a medical exam because of all the bruises. Star was seen by a junior doctor with only a few months of child abuse under his belt, Frankie told him that Star got the bruises from running into a table. But pathologists, though, said that the injuries were inflicted. After the exam, Frankie cut off all communication from her family and blocked David on social media. Then a strange thing happened. On the 27th of June, Frankie did a Google search. She Googled, how long can your body last without sleep? Now, the next group of videos coming from both Frankie and Savannah's phones is disturbing. From different angles, you can see Star sitting in a green chair, barely able to stay awake. And her head is drooping down till she topples off the chair. This goes on a few times till Star lands on her head and the chair falls on top of her. Savannah then takes her and Frankie's video clips and adds effects like slow motion sound effects and music to the clips and then sends these to their friends with the captions that say F'd it. Savannah's friends are concerned, asking if Star is okay, to which Savannah only replies, she laughed so hard at this. In the next few videos that were sent, you can see Savannah in the chair again falling asleep. Another video of Star laying down, being jolted awake, and being jolted awake while she is standing. Standing up only to be jolted awake, and you can see her trying desperately to close her eyes. You hear Savannah in the recording speak and says, Someone's tired because someone never slept last night. A friend asks why Star hasn't slept, and Savannah responds, You don't want to know with tongue emojis. More pictures emerging from Frankie photographing Star with her face in her food bowl, asleep, and her head is being held up. This is what happens when babies don't sleep, Savannah would say, that she can't let her sleep or she won't sleep tonight, suggesting that they were planning on leaving her alone. So what I gathered is that they no longer could keep Star with anyone without being reported. So their last tactic was to keep little Star awake so that when they did leave, she would still be asleep when they got home. On July 3rd, Frankie moves into her own place. It was just Frankie and Star. Savannah didn't move in, but she did spend a lot of time there. Two days after moving in, a photo was taken of Star with a mark on her forehead again. Becky also saw Frankie with a black eye again, and Frankie said Savannah did it, but didn't want to talk about it. The next day, the social worker reached out to Frankie by text, asking her to send the new address, 
which Frankie was hesitant about because she had thought the case was closed. The social worker just said she needed the address to know where Star was and to close the case. She also told her that her family had been trying to reach her and that if she needed anything, they would always be there for her. The case was closed July 8th. The next photo of Star came only days later of her laying on the floor, wrapped in a towel with a bruise near her eye. On July 20th, there is footage of Savannah and Star caught on the CCTV cameras of Savannah leaving Frankie's place. Savannah is carrying Star, and there is no bruise on her forehead, and she is carrying her with Star's car seat. At this point, Frankie is in Keeley, and Savannah is somewhere in the den googling. What takes bruises and swelling down? What takes bruising away quickly? My guess, since Star left without bruises, she was planning on hurting the child and wanted to see how to make the evidence go away. Afterwards, Savannah then messages a pic of Star with a large purple bruise on her forehead, and her friend replies, Oh my God. Savannah then sends her a video of her holding Star, and Star isn't wearing a top in the video, and you can clearly see that it's not just her face, but her body is bruised as well. In the video, Savannah asks Star for kisses, and she kisses Savannah twice before her head begins slumping down. Savannah tries to give Star white chocolate, and then the video cuts out. More pics are sent, one of Star under a blanket, and one of Savannah holding a bag of peas to Star's head. Savannah tells her that she keeps putting on ice every 10 minutes for 10 minutes. Her next Google search is, does toothpaste take away bruising? In a phone conversation on July 21st, Savannah and Frankie next have two phone calls that last 25 minutes. Savannah recorded the phone call, and this was their discussion. Have you calmed down? I won't calm down until you stop keeping my child from me. I'll murder you. Why are you getting so angry? You expect me to sit here and not flip at you? Frankie, you're starting again over nothing because you've got some vodka in you. You're taking my child away from me. Who are you talking to? Enough of that. I'm coming to see you in the morning. I'll murder you. I know you will. That's why I won't sleep with you anymore. You're sleeping with Rebecca now. No, I'm not. I wanted to marry you, but now I want to murder you. I'll strangle you. You wonder why I'm not coming around you much anymore. Because you're cheating on me. If you were here tonight, God help you. Please calm down. I'll kill you. I'll do time for you. Am I going around with other women? No, you are. No, I'm not. You're telling me a lot about you right now. All I've done is love and support you. Look what you've turned me into. I'd do anything for Star. I adore her. I know you adore her. But you make me so angry, I'll murder you. I'll strangle every bit of life out of you. I've never been like this. You get me to the point where I could murder you. You've been telling me that you don't want me to be here and that you want me dead. I do. Stop that talk. You want me to leave your baby without a mother? Carry on with this attitude and I'll strangle the life out of you. Why are you lying to me? You meant to be my girlfriend, my fiancé. What if I needed you for star? Lies and more lies. All you are is a liar. All right, wait till you get here tomorrow. Why, have you got someone else? Number saved under Chloe? No, I don't. You've seen all my numbers, all the boys' numbers. You've seen everything. 
you've lied to me and said it's because you're scared of me and fearful of my reaction. Why say that? I'm not scared of you. I'll murder you. You see that case in the living room? You'll get knocked out with it. So let me ask you. You said she banged it off the bed. Did she actually? Oh my God, my baby banged her head off the bed. Did you dunk her underwater? I did, but you did it for longer. I'm taking you to court because I am done with this abuse. I will go to hell and back for Star. When you come here in the morning, you're going to get that vase over your head. I'm scared you're going to kill the pair of you. Tonight, yes, I'm keeping Star. You're not keeping my child. Who did she come out of? I would die for that child. Have a few days. I don't want a few days. You bring back my child tomorrow, or I'll ring the police. You're right. Ring the police. They'll ask why she's black and blue. Don't pin the bruises on me. After the call ends, Savannah makes several Google searches, including signs of child abuse and is witch hazel good for bruises and is Vix vapor rub good for bruising. She takes a picture of Star with her bruises and what looks like white stuff on her face. She Googles, does soda cream take away bruises? And is it dangerous to swallow witch hazel? The next day, we can see Savannah on cameras returning to Frankie's place with Star. And this time, Star has a large mark on her right cheek that wasn't there the day before. Savannah said it was from falling on the metal bars on the bed. The two continued on a relationship. I can't even believe that this relationship continued after this. We can see more and more footage of Star being abused, and again they go back to startling Star awake for their own pleasure. Becky, in early August, starts to see bruises on Frankie's back and is told that Savannah did it, but that she also didn't want to talk about it again. On August 5th, another mark is on Star's left cheek. The next day, the other cheek can be seen bruised in another photo. On August 6th, Frankie, Savannah, and Holly take Star to the doctors, and on the way home, they stop for food, and Savannah didn't get anything for Star, so Holly shared her food with her. But when she did, Star bit Holly on the finger, and Holly let out a scream. Savannah turns to Frankie and says, what are you going to do about it? So Frankie took little Star's finger and bit it. Star begins to scream and cry. And then Frankie says, that will teach you not to bite anyone. And you can see the little bite mark on her finger after this. So now you can almost see that Savannah has turned mother and child into animals. Both having constantly been abused by Savannah are just pawns to her to play with. One night, Frankie and Savannah left Star with Holly and said she had a bruise on her face. But while Star was with her, she could see bruises from head to toe on this little girl's body. On the 14th of August, Alicia was babysitting Star, and she took her to see her grandparents, who haven't seen her in so long, because Frankie had cut off all contact. Frankie found out and flew into a rage and asked for Star back, asking that they not take or post any photos. David agreed, but noticing the bruises on Frankie's neck, told her that she needed to leave Savannah, that she was going to ruin her life. She said she was just play fighting, but looked terrified when she said it. 
Anita was able to get a few kisses in, though, before never seeing Star again. Savannah does another Google search. What can snap your ankle and toddler not putting weight on heel? It was at this time that Frankie started to secretly reconnect with her friends and family and would go to the pub to meet up with them. Frankie showed up late and looking flustered because Savannah found out and was ringing her like crazy, even saying that if you don't leave now, I will call the pub and tell them that you and Star have COVID symptoms. Frankie said she thought Savannah was going to kill her and that they told her to stay with them. Frankie didn't listen and still felt compelled to go back to Savannah and left in a taxi. She was only at the pub for 15 minutes. Two days later, more pics of Star are taken with marks on her face. Another one of Savannah's Google searches, reasons for eye going bloodshot and how to dry drown someone as well as glaucoma. On the 20th of August, Alicia asked Savannah to see Star, saying Frankie's blocked me. Savannah said, that won't be happening. And then Alicia asked, whose decision is that, yours or Frankie's? And where have the bruises come from, Savannah? Savannah replies, Frankie is here with me now and won't unblock you, and you better leave her alone. More Google searches that say, how cool do you have to be to shiver? Will massaging bruises make them better? And what can being nasty instead of nice do to someone psychologically? And nasty and nice disorder. She takes a pic of Star now where you can see a bruise on Star's neck. Frankie texts social workers to change the date that they're supposed to come to a week later. She's done this multiple times and each of these times can correlate with the same times that the photos of Star with bruises were taken. Now more footage can be seen around Frankie's complex. And this one, we see Star walking down the stairs with some trouble. And both Frankie and Savannah are ahead of her. Star falls on her butt and Frankie goes to help her, but Savannah puts her arm out to stop her. Star then continues to fall down the stairs and lands on her head. August 27th, Frankie takes Star to Holly's house, saying that her and Savannah were going away for a few days. Natasha was also there with Holly, and when Frankie left, they noticed so many bruises on Star, on her face, her ears, her neck, that looked like handprints. They videotaped the bruises, they gave her a bath, she looked really dirty, and she was staying the night. Then, only three hours later, they both returned to come get Star, and with no explanation, put Star in the car and sped off. Over the next few weeks, Frankie and Savannah would drop Star off at friends' houses and then surprises them by coming to pick Star up suddenly. The two would fight constantly, and at one point, Becky messages Star's father, Jordan, and Frankie's brother, the video, she took of Star's bruises. Even though social workers were called, and every time they did show up, they saw nothing and would leave. They still tried to make reports. Now comes another instance where Savannah takes Star away from Frankie after another fight. This time, it's caught on CCTV again, and she's really hurting Star. Punching her in the face multiple times, backhanding her, and slapping her from left to right. 
She turns around and then Googles, how long does it take to die after being winded? Now, some info on Savannah. She's a boxer, a martial artist, someone who knows the impact of her blows. And she is doing this to a terrified child, 16-month-old little child who is helpless and dependent on her for caring and love. Just to prove a point, social services at this point has allowed Frankie at every appointment to reschedule. I mean, the charge might as well go to protective services because they're not protecting this little girl. They are just as responsible. They never saw the bruises because the delay allowed them to heal. And they just closed the case without seeing Star again. And this would be a week before Star dies. There is some texting still between Savannah and Frankie. And Frankie is telling her that she needs to give Star more of her time and attention. Saying that could be the reason why she acts up all the time. Savannah, not pleased at all, checking in to see what's going on with Star. And it's almost as if she wants to see if there was any fallout from the hits that she gave Star. Frankie tells her that she's acting up and being strange and throwing things at her and not wanting to listen. And she's in time out again with her hands on the wall. Frankie did ask Savannah to take Star to the hospital and Savannah replied that she's just acting out. Frankie gets a text from social services to see that if they can set up a meeting which confused Frankie, and she asked why if the case is closed. She wasn't given any other info, but told the worker she would meet her next Tuesday, the 22nd of September. On September 22nd, 2020, a 999 call goes in. Under the service, is a patient breathing? Uh, yes, yeah, she's breathing. Is she conscious? Uh, yeah, um, yeah. she's set, um, I bit of both, really. Basically, it's me partner's daughter. is my little girl, so I brought her up. Um, we've got all three children here playing. And uh, I was in the kitchen making a coffee. And they've been in the living room. And I heard uh, a bang. So I came, came out, and the little lad stood there, and the little girl's on the floor. And um, she, she was crying, and then she stopped crying, and then she was sick. And um, now she's just a little bit floppy, to be honest with you. And what, do you know what, what the bang was? Uh, no, I don't know what the, I don't know if she's fallen off the, off of the sofa, or I don't know. Just, just between the three of them playing with her. Right. He just said, start, and when I walked in, she was like on the floor. Push, darling. So you heard a bang, the patient was on the floor. I heard a bang, yeah, I came in. And the little lad was saying star, which is the little girl. Yeah. So, I've, I've obviously, I've, I've, I shouted the mummy to sit up star. So, I sat her up and I started to rub her back because she was, like, breathing but, like, struggling. Yeah. So, rubbing her back, um, she started to be sick. So, I led her on the floor. Yeah. Sort of in, like, CPR position, started to run, run her back. Um, she started to lose, lose breath. So I performed CPR on her. So you've done CPR on her? Yeah, I've done CPR. I've got her in the position, the recovery position, now. This call is very disturbing for many reasons. At this point, it's strange that they would even be asked to watch other people's children. 
So I'm going to say that this was part of the stage setting that was planned by Savannah to make this look like an accident. And a Google search at this time, how to bring a baby out of shock. 15 minutes would go by before they even call the police. Police arrived there and there was very little that they could do for Star. She had a broken skull, a broken leg that had healed and rebroke, and there were pinch marks all over as well as bruising on this little girl's body. But what caused the death of Star were the injuries to her stomach, where she was stomped on and had caused internal bleeding. In court, it would be announced that they believed that Savannah was the cause of this vicious attack. While the attack took place, there were more and more Google searches made by Savannah. Also, again, she Googles how to dry drown someone and what can snapping your ankle do? What happens when you bend fingers back? What happens when you get punched in the abdomen? Babies bending fingers backwards. How long does it take to be traumatized? And what happens when you can't breathe? And how to take away bruising again? This seems like searches that Savannah was actually getting pleasure from. I mean, she's repeating the same searches, like it was a project she was determined to complete. What did she think was going to happen after all this? That she would just live happily ever after with Frankie? On September 22nd, 2020, this 16-month-old toddler took her last breath. She suffered utterly catastrophic injuries, including intensive damage to her abdominal cavity that was caused by punching, kicking, and stomping. Frankie and Savannah both received jail time, but the court didn't see Frankie as the abuser despite the evidence, and she was given eight years. Savannah was given a life sentence with a minimum of 25 years. Frankie's family abandoned her while Savannah Brockhill's family stood up by her side and supported her even as she laughed at her sentence. There's even a video link of her in custody and this arrogant woman could be seen laughing, shaking her head, repeatedly yawning and grinning and chatting to someone off camera. At one point, she appeared to be playing with a ball and then playing with a surgical type glove that she had inflated. Over the course of a two-month trial, which ultimately found Star's mom, Frankie Smith, who was 20, guilty of causing or allowing the toddler's death and her partner, Savannah, 28, guilty of murder. It was heard that the toddler had suffered so much more. During her short life, Star had suffered two fractures to her right leg caused by forceful twisting, which had been refractured and they healed at her home in Keeley, West Yorkshire, and the fracture to the back of her skull. During the trial, the jury was shown a series of clips from a CCTV camera which prosecutors said showed Brockhill deliver a total of 21 blows to Star in a car over a period of nearly three hours, some as the toddler sat in a car seat. The footage came from a camera at a recycling plant in Doncaster where Brockhill was working as a security guard and was filmed about eight days before Star's death. The footage appeared to show Brockhill punching and slapping Star with what prosecutors Alistair McDonald, 
described as considerable force. At one point, the youngster fell out of the vehicle, and she also grabbed Star by the throat. The paramedics that arrived after the 999 call said that Star's efforts at breathing were described by medics as minimal, while her complexion was a waxy gray when they found her almost lifeless body. Jurors were told that she was vomiting large amounts of brown fluid in the ambulance prior to being rushed to the hospital and died soon after. The search history on Frankie's phone revealed that she had searched for how to bring a baby out of shock and shock in babies at 3.34 p.m. on that day. Paramedics arrived at the family's home in Bradford at 4.04 p.m. Star was pronounced dead in the hospital shortly before 5 p.m. Savannah, in her own words, described herself as a number one psycho who claimed to have dropped men and women with her punches. A one-time mixed martial artist fighter, security guard, and dog handler, she had previously threatened to put love rivals in wheelchairs by breaking their kneecaps. The defendant appeared to be bragging when she told the jury about her punching power. The court heard she was obsessively jealous, physically powerful, violent, and controlling. Even during the trial, she was reprimanded by the judge for gesturing while a barrister outlined her awful crime. Now, while in prison, Savannah was alleged to have told prisoners... I've buried three more babies, and they were buried in the field behind her house. A former prison pal said even hardened convicts were sick over Savannah's apparent joke. Savannah is cold and callous, and I never saw her once cry. Amy, who's 29 and a prison mate, said Savannah was sick of inmates kicking down her door and spitting in her food, and that she didn't care anymore. Savannah was separated for her safety as prisoners have labeled her the number one target. In a population of 486, Brock Hill has been put in separation for her own safety and protection. She'll be the number one target there. Prisoners will be queuing up to try and shank her. Amy claims Savannah was livid when Frankie, who stood by and watched her lover's brutal treatment of Star, got only eight years for causing or allowing Star's death. Frankie is currently in a single cell at a closed category prison in HMP Newhall, West Yorkshire, warned also by prisoners that she is a marked woman, and it won't be long before someone gets to her. She's on the lifer's wing, so there are plenty of women with very little to lose who will attack her for the price of a few bars of chocolate and some toiletries. Frankie will eat in the same vicinity as prisoners. Infamous serial killer Rose West is amongst those in residence. Amy also said, Savannah said that she had been jealous of Star and blamed her for causing trouble between her and Frankie. This is Betty Wild, and thank you so much for listening to Monsters and Mothers. Thank you for listening to Monsters and Mothers. Subscribe to hear more chilling accounts of mothers who commit unspeakable horrors.